1: I'm J.B. Smoove, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at slash hypergig with details. Episode 259,
2: Modern Couponing for Beginners. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast, where you'll learn to save money, save money embrace simplicity, embrace it, and live a richer life. Live life. Here are your hosts, Jen and Jill. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast. My name is Jen. My name is Jill. And today we are talking about couponing, but modern couponing. <laughs> we gotta add the modern word to saying, I got coops, baby. I got coops. Coops, coops, because coops are still cool. (laughs) Just extreme couponing is not cool. Like relying on couponing is not cool. But walking up to a joint with a coupon, that's cool. (laughs) You mean like, like an establishment, not like a drug? An establishment. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Can we go here? Not unless I got coupons. (laughs) Oh, you will hear funny coupon stories throughout this episode. So even if you're not interested in couponing, if you're interested in funny stories, stay tuned. Yes. But first, this episode is brought to you by our annual Debt-Free Christmas Planner. It's ready. It's here. The 2022 Debt-Free Christmas Planner is back and it's still free. Yes. So this free 20-page planner Will help you plan your holiday budget, gifts, track online orders, write out your favorite holiday recipes. Because there is this one salted caramel apple pie recipe that I go back to and I have to like refine every year, had to until I have the debt free Christmas planner. It'll just help you go through Christmas without going into debt. And who doesn't love that? There is even a tracker to say for next Christmas. And it's this cute tree and you can color in all the ornaments. It's very cool, just like a coupon. So if you are already on our email list, then check your inbox today. You will see it in there. It will be there. If not, head to frugalfriendspodcast.com slash Christmas to grab yours. And that will get you on our email list, which gets you all the freebies we send out, which is at least once a month we send out something free like this. So I don't know what you're waiting for. This all
3: sounds so amazing. And my biggest takeaway is that I'm now going to replace anytime I would want to say cool as a cucumber. cucumber, Instead, I'm going to say cool (laughs) like a coupon. Cool as a coupon.
2: Oh, that's a shirt. That's a t-shirt.
3: We are like generally opposed to like setting up a lifestyle around coupons. But it's not as if they're not still helpful and useful. And it, yeah, and it doesn't I, have to be, and I, this is where the modern comes in, it doesn't have to be like the 1990s when our moms had ooh. like the accordion files uh-huh. in their purses. Yeah, the purses were always large and had to pull all that out mm-hmm. and like rifle through it. Some people still do that. That's not the modern version. Yeah,
2: we're not about that, that life. And we... Often make fun of coupons. That is kind of the general frugal thing that people think of. And we love to poke fun at them, but we know that we also use them in contexts where they make sense. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So not too good for a coupon. I'm not too cool good for as a, coupon. a coupon. Cool as a coupon. So some episodes you might want to queue up for after this one. The last coupon episode we did, episode 39. I'll just remind you we're at episode 259 <laughs> at our last coupon, which is, I mean, we do a meal planning episode every like 10 weeks so or less, probably Probably every six weeks. So, if you can anticipate how important we think coupons are in the hierarchy, <laughs> our last one was episode 39. And this one is actually probably more important. It's episode 70 grocery store sales cycles to know about. We will talk about grocery store sales cycles. They are important to couponing, but they're important to saving money in general. So, episode 39, which is couponing for extremely normal people and then episode 70. We're going to expound on episode 39. It's not going to be the same episode, but it's going to be an updated and maybe a little little deeper. This is more of a beginner's guide. So that's where we're going. You want to get into our first article, Jill?
3: Yes, this first article is from the coupon mm. And the article is titled couponing 101, the complete beginner's guide to couponing, which is an accurate title. I think in my estimation, as I read through this, I started to get to the point where I'm like, this is a lot. <laughs> this is a really exhaustive a article. I don't think I'm going to go this deep into it. So even their beginner's guide really covers a lot, Mm -hmm. but some really useful stuff to pull out of here. And of course, they begin at the beginning, even when it comes to couponing, you got to know your why. (laughs) And and I like this part. You got to know your why for like your savings goals and financial goals. And apparently you got to know your why for couponing as well. (laughs) But why do you want to start using coupons? And so they kind of break down some possible options, some possible reasons. Like maybe your motivation is you want to save for something and so cutting costs wherever possible is what you want to do or maybe you just don't want to pay full price for anything. Like figuring out why you want a coupon can help in how you engage with coupons, how deep of a dive you go, and maybe hopefully make the whole experience just a little bit better. Yeah. But I also like the two rules that they state at the end of this section about figuring out your why. First, you need to figure out what your family regularly needs and uses. And second, find the sales and coupons on those items. I think one of the reasons that we can push back the frugal friends so much on coupons is that we have seen it tend towards a little bit of stacking and stockpiling or getting things just because it's on sale. And that is not the modern frugal way of living so wherever we can find ways to cut costs and the things that we actually do use and we actually do value, then absolutely, that's when coupons can come into play. So I really appreciate that foundational piece. What do you need and use? Find the coupons on those things. Don't just be buying things because you got a coupon for it. Yeah, definitely.
2: So once you figure out your why, so maybe you're just doing it while you're saving for a vacation, while you are unemployed, et cetera, et cetera. Personally, I do it to buy stuff at Target and Starbucks. So we'll get into how I do that later, but that's my why for couponing. The next is to understand sales cycles. And this also says stockpiling, but I love being prepared, but I don't love clearing out space in the garage, buying an extra shelf, buying an extra freezer, and buying a whole bunch of extra storage to stockpile. I'm not about that life. I do love it when I see people who still do a version of extreme couponing, but only in order to donate that stuff. So I love that kind of stockpile that's consistently donated. But I think the more important thing is to understand sales cycles, because most of the time you'll save a bunch by simply buying items when they're on sale. And then you can use a coupon on top of that, for icing on the cake. So the article says for example a full price of a box of cereal is $3. I'm sorry, it's 2022 for $5 and you have a 50 cent <laughs> coupon. If you use the coupon when the cereal is at full price, you'll pay 250, but if you wait a week or two for a sale, you might see the price drop to 2 and then you'll get it for 150 a box, which in today's cost would be 450. So that's kind it of. It's usually six yeah. drops. Yeah. Five. Depending on the cereal, even normal cereals, I don't see them for less than four. But so, yeah, know the sales cycles. Go back, listen to episode 70, where we talk about sales cycles. But also, you can just look at your store's circulars and you'll be able to see what's in season. Like, what season are we in? And you can pretty much predict what's going to be on the sale. They don't make it hard. I love that concept of following
3: the sales cycles, kind of knowing what's in season. And I think even when we did that episode 70 on the sales cycles, there was research that pointed to, particularly when it comes to produce, that's where you'll see the most bang for your buck is getting this what's in season. And also some research pointing to the fact that that's what our bodies most need and do well on is The produce that's currently in season for your area. So just a win-win-win across the board. So jumping to organizing coupons, the the article also goes into how to find coupons. We're going to get into that in the next article, kind of our favorite apps for coupons. But then once you are into the couponing game, figuring out how to organize them. Now, this part is where they kind of lose me because I'm not going to be the one who's clipping but, of course, if you are going to your grocery store circulars, or I don't think you'd ever really need to print a digital coupon online. No. I, I would say, Keep it digital as much as possible. If you've got tangible coupons, then yeah, you're going to want to make sure that what you've got is in date. It's for the store that you want to shop at, it's for the type of ingredients that you're purchasing. But all these pictures that are coming up, like plastic bins and drop files and accordion things, I don't know, y'all. I think I'm a little bit past that. I'd say go the digital route and keep it in a folder on your phone pull up the digital coupon when you're at the store. So I'm just taking a hard left turn off this article (laughs) and saying, do it digital.
2: Yeah. And if you are in our frugal friends club, then we are doing a simplify challenge this month. And the whole first week was simplifying your stuff. And part of that was your digital stuff. And so I know a ton of people have just gone through and, and kind of cleared everything out. And so this would be one of those things that gets a screenshot and a folder and then, you know, gets deleted. These folders get deleted regularly as they expire. So this would be kind of something to put in there and organize. So yeah, I mean, manufacturers and stores are going digital. They all have their own apps. So, a lot of the times you can go to your grocer's app and just clip the coupons there and just they scan one barcode. They don't have to scan a bunch. So, yeah, keep it digital. That's the future. And anything you have to print out, you can surely find online. I almost guarantee it. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Or take a picture, like you're saying, and then put it into uh-huh. an album on your yeah. phone. There's always a way. Yeah. Definitely. Keep it digital.
2: So then once we find our coupons, which Jill mentioned, we will go a little deeper into in the next article. We are going to use them. So now we go into how to use coupons. And she's got several steps. And this first one I love is to choose one store. And she says, yes, there are sales available at just about every store except Aldi, who, if you're blessed enough to have an Aldi," Forget this episode. Turn it off. Go to Aldi. (laughs) If you are not, which we know many of you are not, so sorry. Keep listening, but choose one store. Do not store hop for a coupon. Just don't. Don't do it. It's not worth your time for the money that you will save. It may make you feel a little good, but I know most of the people listening are getting away and realizing that that store hopping—it's not the end all, be all. So, choose one store. Even the coupon project says to, and just prioritize that one. And as you get used to the process, you can maybe add another store to your rotation. She says that, but I'm just like, do one store, do one store, man. And then pick that store's weekly ad. You can look at it online and pick it up at the store. They also will probably mail it to you. That's another thing. You don't need to print out coupons because. Whether you want them to or not, they're going to get mailed to you. Every Wednesday is at my house is coupon day. Every Wednesday is when we get our coupons. And no matter how many do not send me junk lists I sign up for, at this point, I don't know. I'm just signing up for stuff that says don't send me stuff. (laughs) And it doesn't matter how many times I sign up or where, I always get coupons on Wednesday. Always, (laughs) They know they're like, but she's got a podcast. She wants this. Uh Yeah. So you can get them there in the store and then those would be the only in paper ones that I would use. And then it's, it's also the last one, which honestly is the first one for me, is make a list, make a meal plan, make a list, and then coupon based on that. Because as we'll see later, coupons are not made for you. Coupons are made for manufacturers and stores. So you got to protect you first, and that's with a list. So create your boundaries, stick to them, one store, one list, one meal plan. And again, coupons are just the icing on top. Yes, I love that perspective.
3: And the final reminder from this article is that coupons are a marketing tool. Yes. So, I think, you know, it can be easy to get excited about, oh, I'm getting a special deal and I'm so special and I'm getting money off of something. But again, back to our basic foundational rules only if it's something we need and typically use, not going out of our way to get a deal on candy we're never going to eat or soap that we actually know we don't like the smell of (laughs) you're catching my drift. So they are a form of advertising to get you to spend on even potentially things you might not otherwise purchase. I don't know if you've ever noticed, but a lot of times new products will have a coupon associated with it just to get you to try something new and break your typical routine and spend money where you wouldn't typically spend it. So be on guard, be aware, remember the foundational rules. Coupons are a marketing tool, but we can use those things to our advantage, but we've got to be wise and intentional about it.
2: Yes. If I know that I want a treat from the grocery store and I have planned for that, and I look through the coupons of all the new products and I pick a treat based on that, that's great. If I know that I want to go out to dinner twice in the month of November or December and I don't know where, I use a coupon to narrow down my choices, that's great. So they can be used. You don't have to plan things to a T, to the penny. But if you are planning and you're planning for a coupon and you leave kind of that flexibility open then these can work out in your favor. But yeah, I mean, don't allow the coupon to tell you what to buy. You tell the coupon what you're going to buy. Ooh, yes. Who's in charge here? Yes, you are. You're in charge. That's you, Jill. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah. Let's go grocery shopping. And the last reminder is that some items never go on sale. Some will not. A lot of those generic items, they ain't going on sale. They're already on sale. And you know what? They'll probably be cheaper not on sale than even brand names with the coupon. So that's another thing you got to look at. So really, really think about your coupon usage as you are and always be reevaluating as well. I mean, they are really the icing on top. You're lucky if you get a couple... And that's great. So let's just put it into perspective that, I mean, if there's something you want and you're planning for it and saving for it and can afford it, you may not have to wait for a coupon for it. You can just buy it. It's okay. You have
3: permission. It's okay if you're not getting it for 50 cents less than the regular buyer.
2: You're okay. You're going to be fine. My favorite part about spring cleaning is that post-clean clarity when I'm like, wow, I can finally think clearly. How was I functioning in that mess before? It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless, when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. If this sounds like the
3: type of spring cleaning your finances need right now, then it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Plus,
2: you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts.
3: To get this new customer offer and your new 3-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com/frugal. That's mintmobile.com/frugal. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com/frugal. upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. M-O-N-E-Y.com slash frugal. For your extended 30-day free trial, go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal for an extended 30-day free trial.
2: So let's dive a little bit deeper on like, where are we finding these modern coupons? Where are the coupons now if you don't want to buy the Sunday paper? Sunday paper is like 10 bucks now. It's probably, it's not that much. It is expensive, For You have to think about this. If you're buying a Sunday paper for the coupons at like $4 and you save $4 based on the coupons in there, you have lost. You've lost the game. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, like where's the free places we can get coupons is without a lot of time,
3: especially when you see like the average amount that people are saving by couponing. And we're not talking extreme couponers, but kind of throughout both articles that kind of referenced overall savings for most consumers. And you're talking like 100 to $200 a year that you mm-hmm. might save in intersecting with coupons. We're not talking about doing it in an extreme way, but yeah, 100 to $200 a year versus potentially spending 5 to $6 weekly on a paper, that math doesn't work out in the end.
2: Yeah. So thankfully, technology has really revolutionized couponing, made it a lot easier, a lot less time consuming, but still used as a marketing tool for companies. And you just have to know anytime you're using an app for free, that app is making money in some way, and this is how their coupon apps are, are making money. These companies pay to have these coupons on their app because they know people will spend more with them. So just go into it knowing and know and be okay with that. Own it if this is important to yeah. you if not then this
3: might not be what you want to engage in but i would even go a step further that especially the ones where they're asking you to like link your credit card to it they're for sure collecting data yes on you yeah and they're selling your data and that's why you're getting the deals and the freebies because they're making buco off of you <laughs> by
2: <laughs> tracking your spending yeah and it's not like personally identifying it's just ambiguous data. We use all of these, these four that we're going to talk about. We use all of them, and I'm totally fine with that. But yeah, just go in there knowing, and, and you decide if you're okay with it. So let's go through. There's a list of six, and, I, and we have like a top four. We'll mention all six, but mm-hmm. we're, we're going to dive into four. So what's our first one,
3: Jill? So this comes from Investopedia. They're going through the best coupon apps. And the first one is the best overall, which is Dosh. And essentially, Dosh is what you can sign up for through through this app, and they kind of automatically apply coupons to all of your purchases it's definitely super great for restaurants. You get a $1 bonus when you connect your card and make your first cash back eligible purchase. You can go to frugalfriendspodcast.com slash dosh for that one. But kind of best overall, it kind of syncs to the purchases that you're making as you go along at finds the coupons for you and automatically applies those discounts to your account. And I believe, yeah, it ends up in cash back Mm -hmm. for you that you can eventually actually have money in your pocket. You don't have to be hunting and searching for all the coupons. It's just as you swipe your card and make a purchase, if there is a coupon available for what you've purchased, it gets applied to your account in the form of cash back.
2: Yeah. So this is actually less of a coupon app. And it's a cashback app. And I will also agree, mm-hmm. a lot of times these articles, these are all like affiliates. So everyone it gets a kickback. When you sign up through the link, everyone gets a kickback. When you go to frugalfriendspodcast.com slash DOSH, we get a little kickback if you sign up and link your card to DOSH. Like that's everybody's doing it. But we're obviously not going to recommend ones that we don't use and recommend ourselves. And DOSH isn't the highest... Affiliate, these websites will usually put whatever like website or app gives them the highest kickback. They'll usually put Mm -hmm. that one at the top. I know for a fact Dosh is not. And it's also my top pick because it is automatic. You don't have to think about it. And it's local business oriented. So for us, it's mostly restaurants. I'm not sure how it is in everybody's. So this isn't really a groceries app. This is. Like if I want to go out to dinner twice a month and date night once a month, and we're like, okay, where should we do date night? I will go into DOSH and see what's in there and then pick something based on that. And um, you could just get 5% back pretty much is standard. Some are higher, some are lower, but... And I just connect the card. I don't have to scan any receipts. I don't have to select any rebates. Sometimes I will get cash back from DOSH at a place that I did not even know was eligible, and then it just shows up. That's awesome. Yeah, and you don't have to choose gift cards or anything. You really do get cash back. And so Dosh, mm-hmm. hands down, is my favorite. I do believe it's the best overall, and I agree with this article.
3: And some really
2: recognizable brands
3: where you can get cash back. Yes. Walmart, Instacart, Disney+, Plus, Dunkin', World Market. Thrive, Sephora. So if you're shopping in any of these places, it's definitely worth considering.
2: Yeah, we took Lyft a lot when we were in Nashville. And all of those rides, I got cash back on Dosh. And I didn't even realize it until I logged in later. So highly recommend. It's just, yeah,
3: stacking savings. Because if you're also using a credit card on those things, then you're getting your points. Mm -hmm. You're getting your cash back. Yeah. Just stacking it. And if you don't use credit cards, then it's also a great thing, too, because it's a way to get cash back without it. Yes. Yes.
2: All right. So the next one that we recommend that Investopedia also recommends is Ibotta. So for many years, I've been between Fetch and Ibotta And Ibotta's just been, there are some seasons where Fetch has been winning it for me, but right now Ibotta is winning it for me. Ibotta, so many grocery coupons, and it's got the coupons on any item, which includes generics. And Fetch has just been losing it, like with the variety and stuff. So I'm going to say Ibotta, Fetch isn't even on this list, which I was actually very shocked about. But you do get a, if you are not already on Ibotta, they have so many coupons. And I was looking at Coupon Tom, which kind of compiles a lot of coupons. Like you can search like Downy and it'll tell you all the Downy coupons and where they're located. And gosh, they're just all on Ibotta. Some are on coupons.com. But I mean, this is just where the retailers are going. I mean, if you're a retailer in a grocery store, you're bound to have a coupon on Ibotta at some point. So that is kind of why I'm leaning towards that. You do get a $10 bonus after you redeem your first brand name offer if you sign up through frugalfriendspodcast.com slash Ibotta.
3: Fun. Yeah. Then on this list, we've got Honey, which they list as best for automatic savings. I don't really know why they called it
2: that category. It's a Chrome extension. It's because Honey finds coupons online. Yeah. It's similar. Like Rakuten would be cash back. Well, honey is actually coupon codes. And instead of searching for the coupon codes, it just you click a button and it tries all of them. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of its thing.
3: Yeah. It seems like Dosh is also looking for the coupons. No, Dosh is not coupons. Dosh is cash back. Just cash back. But on the things that you buy. Okay. I mean, it kind of all ends up being the same for us as the
2: user getting money back for purchases. Capital One Shopping is its closest competitor, which is the next on the list. But I for sure like Honey more than Capital One Shopping. And they have Capital One Shopping down here as best for price comparisons, which sure, but that's not a coupon. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. I definitely prefer Honey. Honey, you add it to... Chrome. So it's a Chrome
3: extension that kind of automatically searches for these coupons when you're shopping online. So that digital component, just like a lot of these other apps, is fantastic. So you can apply it to a lot of the online shopping. And then the article states that you can only get cash back in the form of gift cards, but you can get it in money. Honey is operated through PayPal. So you can get cash back as it searches for the coupons for the things that you're buying online.
2: Yeah. So you get every time you... It's ambiguous now that PayPal has bought honey. I don't fully know how it works anymore. But for making certain purchases using honey, I don't know. You end up with these rewards. And it used to only be you could redeem them for gift cards. But now that PayPal owns honey, you can cash out via PayPal. So that is nice. Capital One Shopping, you can still only get gift cards. So if I'm going to download one, which I do only have one, I'm using Honey. I'm not using Capital One.
3: Jen, are you aware does Honey work with Amazon?
2: Yes, it does. It definitely does tell me when... (laughs) Do PayPal and Amazon play nice? So no, it's not going to give you... It's not going to find you coupons for Amazon products. It is going to show you the price history of Amazon products. And that's why I love Honey. It does all the things Capital One shopping does. It just does them better. And so Honey will show me over a six-month period if the thing I'm looking to buy has been at a lower price at all. And if there is some kind of sales cycle that the seller is using, so I can maybe predict, oh, if I just wait two weeks, this is going to be this price again. And you can go back, I think, up to six months of price history. Or it'll say, hey, this is the lowest this has been in six months. Grab it. So... Yes. Honey does work with Amazon. I have, it's between Honey and Camel, Camel, Camel is another one. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. That does a lot with Amazon. That doesn't offer, it's not like a coupon site, but if you want to do like price comparisons and stuff, but I'm pretty sure Honey has caught up to Camel, Camel, Camel. So. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Honey
3: seems slower than Camel's, but maybe. FrugalFriendsPodcast.com slash Honey. You know, we've got links for all of right. it. I don't think that there's a bonus you will not get a bonus. with it. But no. if you want to get to Honey in the roundabout way,
2: frugalfriendspodcast.com slash Honey, it'll take you there. If you want to type in a much longer URL <laughs> to get to Honey, that's the one. And the last one is probably, it's my second favorite. It's the one mm. that's usually at the top. And I never hate that it's at the top because it does offer the biggest bonus for both you and the refer. It's Rakuten. And honestly, this is the time of year we use Rakuten. It is these holiday months, November, December, and January when we're using the gift cards we got as gifts. So tis the season for Rakuten. And their bonuses like vary from 30 to $40 after you make 30 to $40. Of qualifying purchases so essentially if if the bonus is 40 bucks and you make 40 dollars of qualifying purchases within 90 days of signing up so you buy a 40 dollar gift for someone then you get that money back so you're essentially like you get something for free
3: so that's the welcome and you don't usually you don't have to do it in one purchase no no. it's if you spend at least 40 dollars within those 90 days you could buy what seven five dollar things yes eight five dollar things I can do math yeah maybe
2: just buy two twenty dollar gifts <laughs> then, then that's good so <laughs> yeah I had to make it gifts you were gonna
3: I had buy to really break it down into small yeah which is crazy because I remember their bonus used to be twenty dollars and know. I thought that was great and they just keep increasing it well
2: that means keeping up with inflation pe- over here people are buying and Rakuten's a marketing tool so again they have the most robust list of places where you can shop online. And when you shop at one of their qualifying retailers, you get cash back on your purchase. Uh, depending on, sometimes there will be like category exclusions, but for the most part. Now, so I have the Rakuten Chrome extension that just pops up and says, Hey, there's cash back here, which is you do have to fight that. You know, if you're like, on the verge of making an impulse buy and you see cash back, that is something you have to fight against. But otherwise, if I was going there to make a purchase anyway, it's like, dang, okay, of course I'll get six, an extra 6% in cash back and get that big fat check. I love that the minimum to get your cash back is $5.01. It is the lowest threshold of any of these apps. You get it quarterly. So it's the most straightforward. They will just automatically send it to you, whereas other apps you'll have to cash out. I think Rakuten's super transparent. I think they're authentic as far as like these kinds of cashback and app like things go. So we've used it and recommended it longer than anything else on this list since day one of Frugal Friends. We've been recommending it since they were called something else. Ebates. That's right. Yeah. I I forgot what it was, but I'm like, they used to be called something else. You can still go to frugalfriendspodcast.com slash Ebates. Wow. And get to Rakuten. Wow.
3: But you can also go to frugalfriendspodcast.com slash Rakuten. (laughs) R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Yeah. Get your 40 bucks.
2: It's usually not a lot on the cashback just because I think it is such a robust and there's so many retailers. But again, like, I'm always getting every... I get... Small fat check mm-hmm. every month from things that I didn't even plan to get cash back from.
3: Yeah, well, I think I've yeah. said this in previous episodes, but and this would have been a couple years ago. But I used Rakuten to purchase a vacation through Groupon
0: mm-hmm. and
3: got you know it, it was a small percentage of cash back. But when I'm spending over a thousand dollars, I got like a hundred fifty dollars back. Yes, on
2: that, so that's real nice. I did the same on Priceline. I got a hotel room via Priceline and got cash back there that I wouldn't have gotten, I don't think if I... Or more than I would have gotten it on the website because it was a Disney hotel. So I probably wouldn't have gotten any cash back. But I did because I booked it via Priceline. I got a lower price on the hotel room and I got cash back via Rakuten. So... You know
3: what else we can stack
2: on stack on stack and is always giving back. Always gives back. We have been recommending this since day zero of the show.
3: (laughs) The The Bill Bill of the the week. Week.
0: That's right. It's time for the best minute of your
2: entire week. Maybe a baby was born and his name is William. Maybe you paid off your mortgage. Maybe your car died and you're happy to not have to pay that bill anymore. Duck bills, Buffalo bills, Bill Clinton. This is the Bill
0: of the Week.
1: Hi, guys. Well, I am a Bill of the Week fan, but I'm a new listener. And originally, I'm a Bill of the Week avoider. I avoid them. They come in the mail. I don't open them up, especially if I think they're going to be enormous. So my bill of the week is I had a store credit card bill that was coming, and it kept coming. I thought, oh, no, I must owe them. I must have forgotten to pay the bill. I was busy, and I was in a financial difficulty, oh, footnote or commercial break. I'm working on debt repayment. I've gone from $55,000 to $27,000 owed in about nine months, I think it is. So thank you for that. That I'm really encouraged by the debt repayment stories on your podcast. Anyway, so I'm getting this mail and it's driving me crazy and it's freaking me out. Finally, I bite the bullet. I go in there online. I don't even have the card registered. I have to register it. I go in online, I find it and I owe them $1, (laughs) $1. All of that stress was for $1. But the reason I bit the bullet is because I kept hearing about the bill of the week. And I said to myself, this is going to be the bill of my week. So thank you, ladies. Keep up the great work.
2: Oh, my gosh. Thank you, Tamara. That was there are so many parts. There are so many things I could say. But I'm so glad the bill of the week inspired you to open this bill i also so glad it was only a dollar.
3: <laughs> it felt like such a journey. And my favorite part is when you took your own commercial break. But during the commercial break, you just I announced know, right? like some massive credit card debt payoff, yes. which is amazing. Congratulations. You love a good commercial break. <laughs> yeah, where there's like inspirational, motivational yes. accomplishments. Well done. And good job facing your fear. And sometimes when we face our fear, it's not a scary monster. It's just a $1 bill. So, well done paying off that store card, I assume. Yeah. I assume you sent them their dollar.
2: You know what? That's usually when we look at things they are not as scary as we think they're going to be. It is really the anxiety of the anticipation that is scarier than the actual truth of reality. Mm-hmm. So, I hope others are inspired by Tamara's story. Maybe your bill's not a yeah. dollar. Maybe you're not getting off that easy. But The sooner you look at it and the sooner you can rest in reality and not anticipation or anxiety, the better you will feel.
3: If you too are avoiding your bills or facing your bills head on, or you are a bill, your name is Bill, or you know a bill, you know the drill, visit frugalfriendspodcast.com slash bill. Leave us your bill. We'll pick it up. We we may not pay for it, but we'll pick it up. We'll look at it. We'll listen to it. Uh, FrugalFriendsPodcast dot slash Bill. And now it's time for. The Life M O N E Y dot com slash frugal for your extended thirty day free trial, go to monarchmoney.com dot com slash frugal for an extended thirty day free trial.
0: more info now. All right. So
2: this question from Goldie. Yes, Goldie. A time when couponing helped you in a way you didn't expect. And you were very quick with this answer, Jill. So yeah,
3: I don't use coupons very often. The way that I engage with coupons is usually when I'm in line at a store and I think, huh, I wonder if there's a coupon for
2: this. And I'll quickly look it up. Same. At this merchant, same.
3: I think you'll all recognize this Joanne Fabrics. You guys, yes. they never let us down. They, you, you should never, ever pay full price for anything at Joanne Fabrics. If you are, you're doing it wrong. And if you yeah. shop at Joanne Fabrics, you already know. You
2: know the drill. Nothing is ever full price. Literally, by the time you get in line, you uh-huh. get in line by the time you get to the counter you can find a coupon. (laughs) I don't even think
3: you got to download the app. You just like, Nope. The internet's just like, here, 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 here's a barcode for what you want. So here's
2: everything you want. (laughs) Yeah. Sale. I think I had
3: bought, we were buying fabric for the frugal friends party when we were celebrating four years and 2 million downloads and our deal with iHeart and yada, yada. We just wanted to have a party. Yes. And we were trying to turn our garage into extra seating And so I had found inexpensive white fabric that I am keeping. I'm not just like willy-nilly with my purchases. I still have it so I can continue for years to come converting my garage into a party space. You know that wasn't the only time that's going to happen. And the fabric was already inexpensive, but then I got this like 50% off coupon, literally sliced the amount I paid in half. I mean, I got that fabric to cover my entire garage for less than I could have bought used curtains at the thrift store. I mean, again, shopping secondhand is still always a great idea, but also cutting costs for a party was of high importance to me, too.
2: And we looked in our defense. We looked. I did. At secondhand. Yeah,
3: there were not a lot of curtains. I had shopped for like a few months and had gone to five different thrift stores sure. and could not find it. So that's when I then went to Joanne, got their coupon last minute by Jo-Jo searching had online. it. She
2: had it, girl.
3: Yeah. That was unexpected and a pleasant surprise. Yes. yes. What about you, Jen?
2: Uh, so I actually had to text Travis and be like, I have no idea because I'm not a big coupon user either, which is why I love Dosh because I don't have to think about the coupons. And he reminded me of when we got married we got, and I've talked about this before, there are some things you do to save money that aren't the most ethical. I don't share them all, but this is one I did share. I registered for like things for my wedding that were 20 to $40, even though I didn't want those things, but I knew that was the price range people would be willing to spend on me. They didn't love me enough to spend like 100 or 300
0: but oh, they did love me I'd enough spend to spend that money p- on you.
2: I know, but you didn't go to my wedding. I know. So I registered for all these things, was absolutely right on the amount people were willing to spend. And then I returned all of them and got the big $100, $300 sets and things that I I really wanted and really needed. (laughs) And it was when I returned all of these things and got so much in gift cards. And when I bought these bigger sets... They gave me more discounts and coupons. And then I had the Bed Bath & Beyond 20% off coupon for everything. Oh, they always have that. Also, Bed Bath & Beyond always has 20% off. And so not only... So I had the coupons. I had extra money from, from these returns. And then they were giving me like $100 gift cards because I had bought like something special that had a special like buy this set and we'll give you a gift card and which I didn't even know that was the pot and pan set I wanted so I bought it wow so we spent a good 2 years spending all that money so Jeez. I still got everything I wanted still had money left over for sure made money on that deal <laughs> and a lot of it came down to whenever we went to make a purchase there it was always 20% off wow so we were always like oh my gosh, we still can't spend all of this Bed, Bath & Beyond money. That's amazing. It was We were buying Christmas gifts there. That's amazing. For two Christmases. Wow. Yeah. I mean, you just hacked it. That just sounds like (laughs) wedding advice to me. Part of it was purposeful, but I really thought that the amount that I got back would equate exactly to the amount I would spend. And there was just all this stuff like Bed, Bath & Beyond just kept giving us money. And I was like, you should not do this. I
3: mean, maybe my moral compass is misaligned, but I don't truly see a problem with that. You're keeping all of the money there. Like it it would be a different story if yeah, you were somehow taking money or returning it to maybe a different store to get more money back, but yeah. you're not. You're keeping it all within Bed Bath and Beyond. You knew you were going to take the things back, but, or if you had used the item and then returned it, but just having brand new items that you decided you don't want, Mm -hmm. returning them, keeping the money within the store.
2: Yeah. The only unethical part is like accepting gifts I know I'm going to return. I did the same thing for my baby shower (laughs) because, like, nobody's going to get me you know, like a $150 stroller. Yeah. But they all want to get you something. Which I want. They're not putting cash into a pot
3: for you to get a stroller or car seat. Right.
2: Yeah. They want to wrap something or put something in a bag. Yeah. Which we should also be getting away from. Yeah. Cash is king. (laughs) Stop
3: (laughs) it. I cannot even. Thank you all for listening. (laughs) We digress. (laughs) Many of you know, we have a private <laughs> community where we do monthly money challenges. We love just having fun and gamifying things. And we also offer accountability groups because we love community and learning from one another. And we want to congratulate one of our members for a big win. This comes from Corey. And they shared, hey, all I wanted to share because I have been focused on paying down my student loans. Originally, when I started this process, I took the higher of the two lower balance loans. And my goal was to pay it off in a year. I started focusing on that loan, but when there were talks about rates increasing, I pivoted to my only loan that has a variable interest rate. When I joined this group, which was June of 2022, my rate was 2.62% and my balance was $4,788. As of today, my balance is $2,176 and my rate is 5.3%. I am so glad I made the change to my plan because who knows how high that is going to climb. I should have paid it off by April 2023 at the latest. I pay on average $520 a month towards the loan. An additional Thursday in the month that ends up being $620 for that month. Small efforts become big results. Holy smokes, Corey. You just made a good decision Yay. and you paid off half yeah. of that loan knowing that the interest
2: could climb. Well done. I'm proud of you, Corey, for like taking a critical look at What's going on in your life and what's going on in the larger environment, and making a decision. And I'm even happier that that decision worked in your favor. Like, I'm just proud of you for making your own decision. And I'm so happy that, yes, you predicted right. You're not an expert on the economy, you just kind of saw where things were going. And yeah, so great job, Corey.
3: Thanks everyone for listening. If you want to check out this monthly challenge community, head to frugalfriendspodcast.com slash club and you can see what challenge we have coming up next and jump in on it.
2: Yes, and if you are interested in all the links that we mentioned today, again, if you're on our email list, they're coming to your inbox now-ish. See ya. Bye. Frugal Friends is produced by Eric Sirianni.
3: Jen, I was watching a show last night, and it was kind of highlighting cultural differences, particularly when it comes to food. And this one person was asked to go shopping for Thanksgiving items, and he was not from the States. And the woman who asked him to go shopping for (laughs) Thanksgiving meal gave him coupons, like be sure that you use these coupons. And he's like, so... I show pictures of the food and it makes the food less money. Oh, my God. I spend less money on the food if I show pictures of the food. What a dream. (laughs) Just like, yeah, that
2: is how a coupon works. What a dream.
3: (laughs) Just print out pictures. Just show pictures.
2: Americans are so weird. We are so weird. I have to tell you this story. It cannot wait until the next episode. Okay. So... I was on Facebook Marketplace last week and shopping for furniture for a rental. And I am getting this coffee table. You know how like people won't send them. They won't send their address until you're like on the way, which is smart. So I'm on my way to this place to get this coffee table. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what's the address? And they give me the address. And I'm like, no, no. So I pull up and I was like, surely this can't be right. I pull up. Uh-oh. This is a house where I met Travis. My friend used to own it. I lived there for like the several months before we got married. Like my engagement slash birthday party was there. No. Like I literally this <gasps> is the house where I met Travis. Jen. That's amazing. <laughs> so it was owned by my friend. That's how I was at the house. Like I've known my, you know, this guy for years. And he rented it out to people. And that's how I met Travis. Travis rented it from my friend, a room from my friend. So my friend sold it three years ago because he moved to like North Carolina. And so this person at the house bought it and they are selling it again. So they're selling all their stuff. Oh my gosh. Even weirder. I'm already freaked out. Like I pull up to the house and I'm like, no. Yeah. No. <laughs> this is so weird. Yeah. I opened the door. No, I think he opened it for me. I think I'm walking up and he, this dude opens the door. And he's like, don't I know you? And I was like, no, you do not know me. I do not know you, but I used to live here. <laughs> That's so funny. Isn't that bizarre? Whoa. So no reason that he should know me. I And we tried to figure it out. And there's like no reason he should know me. Like, I don't know him. Yeah. But I mean you're a
3: popular
2: podcaster
3: so <laughs> right he's probably and my
2: face is everywhere yeah. <laughs> so that happened wow last week I dare anybody to have a weirder facebook market pl- not weirder but like more like coincidental did you I take it you told him that you used to live there
3: (laughs) had an engagement party there
2: yeah he's like what's your husband's name and I was like Travis he's like oh I don't know I was like well my friend Jordan used to own it and he's like oh yeah I still get his mail oh that's funny yeah wow 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 so so you got the
3: coffee table did you get anything else
2: I got the coffee table no it was just bizarre like standing inside of the house Yeah. The only thing that had changed is the backsplash
3: in the kitchen. Wow. Going back to a a significant place and a place you used to live to purchase furniture for your new place. Wow.
2: Yeah. So that's why more people should do Facebook Marketplace because you might get to go back to a place where you used to live (laughs) and have a lot of fun. And be weirded out. (laughs) And be weirded out. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Like every first memory that Travis and I have, even memories before I met Travis, because I would hang out at that house before I even knew him.
3: Wow. That's crazy. crazy. Oh, how fun. Well done. I can't wait to see that coffee
0: table. It's a good one. More info now.